Good evening. Welcome to this special occasion, the time that our annual, that our trustees come in for their annual meeting, a special occasion when we recognize some very special guests. But before we uh, move on to the, the address that I must give tonight, I'd like for our college choir and orchestra under the direction of Professor Dennis Hage to share some music with us tonight that I know you'll enjoy. Professor Hage, NBC Choir and Orchestra. Join me in standing.
Loud for the time of rejoicing is near. The risen King to come is now near at hand. The wedding feast to come is now near at hand. Lift up your voice, proclaim. The coming Lamb. The coming Lamb. The Lamb. And we will dance on the streets and open. Glorious bride and grace on the land. 
Doctor, I, uh, I know that uh, we're to move on to a, a piece of business right here, but well, after that, I just think it would be appropriate if we uh, had a prayer. And uh, I don't know how you feel tonight, but my heart has been strangely warmed. And it's not just this beautiful choir and Prof. Hage and, and all that he does, but it's the presence of the Lord that is in this place. Dr. Holland Lewis serves as our Vice Chairman of the Board of Trustees, and Holland, would you come and just lead us in a prayer and pray for our President tonight as he gives his report, would you? Would you like to recognize the presence of the risen Christ and stand if you're able to do that tonight for a prayer? Father, we push the pause button on what we're up to tonight in order that we may greet you and just take a moment to think about what we have been experiencing. We know you made the promise about always being present when two or three of us get together, but you've uh, delivered on it tonight, and we thank you for that. Thank you for the powerful presence of your spirit. We thank you tonight that you have not given us the spirit of fear, but a power and of love, and of a sound mind. And, oh God, I pray that our hearts will be open to refreshing expressions of those gifts tonight. We thank you, Father, for this place where men and women, young people come and open their minds and hearts to teaching that will draw them near to you and that will prepare them to bring others close to you. So, Father, tonight, we just want to thank you for allowing us these moments to draw near and let you deliver on the promise of drawing near to us. We pray tonight may be a time that is anointed by your Spirit. We know we're going to listen to reports and facts and details. But, oh God, we pray that we will find you in the facts and details tonight. I pray your anointing on our president, President Sanders. Oh God, bless him, use him. Thank you for the way you have given him guidance and direction. And now, Father, again this evening, thrill our hearts as we think about what has been and what is to come as we trust you. Set us free tonight to worship you, O God. And we, in fact, pray that you might do something new and fresh. Cause us, God, to remember not the former things, neither consider the things of old, but behold, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Will we not be aware of it? Make a roadway through the wilderness and give us rivers in the desert tonight, God, both in our personal lives and in the corporate life of this college and our denomination. Father, we commit this evening to you, and we pray that your purposes will be fulfilled tonight. May we remember it is God who is at work within us, giving us the will and the power to achieve your purposes so to this end, we commit ourselves to trust you. In Jesus' name, believing. Amen. The highlight of any meeting of the Board of Trustees is the report of the President. I think this is an appropriate time and place to hear the President's report. 
for it not only involves the Board of Trustees, but the college community and friends of the college. And uh, it is my distinct honor and privilege tonight to introduce President Dr. Hiram Sanders to present his 11th report as president of the Nazarene Bible College. Would you welcome our president tonight?
Rudy Cervantes, a graduate of Nazarene Bible College, <clears throat> full-time evangelist in the Church of the Nazarene, doing concerts all across America. It's good to have you here tonight, Rudy. And we are standing on holy ground. It is indeed an honor for me to bring my 11th report as president of Nazarene Bible College to our students, to our honored guests, to our staff, our faculty, administrators, and trustees. I have deep appreciation for this board of trustees who have wisely served Nazarene Bible College since the 2001 General Assembly. When a board has served so well, the Nazarene Bible College administrative team, or my cabinet and I, are hoping and trusting that the 2005 General Assembly and their delegates will return all of you as trustees again this year. Board Chairman Dr. Harold Graves, Jr., and his executive committee have provided wise counsel throughout this quadrennium. We express our deep appreciation to you and the executive committee as well. Nazarene Bible College is a special place. Over the last 10 years, I've been witness to several moments of what I view as divine intersections. Moments when it is obvious that God knows where we are, what we need to do, and he reveals his plan to us. It is my belief that this hill, this location of Nazarene Bible College on this site in Colorado Springs was one of those divine intersections before I came here. I have always treated this hill with special respect because I believe that this is holy ground. Almost 40 years ago, God spoke to Mr. Roy Pring, a developer, lawyer in this town, about donating this land to the mission of educating men and women for Christian ministry. In an act of dedication, this hill was set apart for that mission. It is also my belief that we cannot take this place for granted. On many occasions during the last 11 years, I have looked out across the city and stretched my hands to the north, to the south, to the east and the west, praying that God will protect this place, that he will build a fence around it that will protect it from the evils of this world. I pray for our students and our families that are in those directions as well. And with hands stretched out, I've asked God to intercede in behalf of this place. And I believe that this is an important thing to do. Just want to pause here for a moment. <clears throat> I remember when I was district superintendent of the Missouri district that uh, I received a report from our camp and conference center that someone had come onto the campgrounds and they had burned into the ball fields and areas uh, satanic symbols. And I drove down to the campground one evening and I did what I'm talking about. I went to the edges of the campground and I stretched out my hands and I prayed over that campground. If I ever felt like I was fighting forces of evil, I knew it was happening that night. But here I've always felt like that, that we have been praying for what God wants as well as we pray for this place. In fact, 
Why don't we stand and pray together tonight for our students, for our city, and for this campus? Lord Jesus, as I stretch my hands to the north and as I've prayed so many times, I know that we have students living in the city and beyond the city. I pray for our students, their homes, their families. And more than that, I pray, Lord, that at the borders of this campus, that there will be an awareness that this is a special place. Protect this campus, O oh God. Protect our faculty, protect our students from the forces of evil. As I turn to the east, O oh God, and stretch my hands, I know that we have students who live on out into the country in places called Pumpkin Center and places like that. And I pray for our students and their families in that direction. And once again, Lord, I pray that you will protect the boundaries of this campus. And Lord, as I stretch my hands to the south, I pray, Lord, that you would bless our students who live in that direction as well. And oh God, that you would touch their families and their homes. And also I pray for the campus and the borders of the campus as I look to the south. And now as we look to the west toward the mountains and realize that from the hills cometh our help, O oh God, we pray that you will bless families who live in that direction as well. And more than that, that you would protect the borders of this campus so that this place will always be known as holy ground. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Our students, staff, faculty, and administrators wish that you, our special guests and trustees, could daily share the joy of this Christian community. We wish you could have the experience uh, that of sensing the Spirit of God as He moves upon our chapel services. God was all over this place as Dr. Larry Dennis opened our year as the opening convention speaker. And then uh, Dr. Nina Gunter came as the T.W. Willingham Preacher of the Year. And once again, there was a mighty sense of the presence of God. There were several occasions here in this chapel when the Spirit of God was so near that our students and everyone wanted to remain in the building, not because they did not want to go back to class, but because there was such a sense of the presence of God on this place. Yes, we are standing on holy ground tonight. In the interest of time, I will briefly emphasize some of the key highlights which are reflected in the report of my administrators. Fall enrollment, 557, but we've had an additional 150 students who have taken at least one course on campus or online since fall enrollment. So that means that over 700 students, actually 707, have taken at least one course since the fall. We also have 1,300 students minister who are involved in our Alliance for Ministry that is a relationship with districts across America where we're helping them to complete the course of study. So you understand that's almost 2,000 students. Now, If you want to put that in perspective, there are only about 26, 2,700 licensed ministers. That's district licensed ministers in the Church of the Nazarene. So if you figure that we have 707 and 1,300 in the Alliance. We're serving almost 2,000 students at a time when 2,700, and I have gotten in trouble for saying this in the past, but I will say it again. And that is that uh, Nazarene Bible College is a place where ministry really takes place, and so I've used this theme, the College of Choice for Ministerial Preparation. 
and that's what we are. Another uh, 30 or 40 students are expected to enroll before the end of this academic year through one of our programs. Income of the college was $4,271,000. We operated in the black at $37,000 at the end of our fiscal year last year. Uh, we have a continuity of a premier faculty. In other words, I've had no faculty changes this year. And what a great faculty that we have. We have a dedicated support staff that make it possible to remain and to keep us on mission. We have 78 declared 2005 graduates, so graduation is going to be a great celebration. We're on target on accreditation, working on self-study, looking for a site visit in October. Endowment has increased since uh, in the last eight years, and I, I'd like to go back to the very beginning of when I came, but just the last eight years, we've increased the endowment by $1.5 million to an endowment of $2.3 million. So from 800,000 to 2.3 million. And tonight uh, we will recognize the Stowe family in a little while as we recognize the completion of the Stowe faculty chair. The Old Testament reveals that holy ground is kept, kept holy by a holy people. At this time, I would like to recognize the NBC team that keep this a holy place. First of all, I'd like to recognize our trustees. We do not believe that you have governed this institution by accident. God assigned you to this mission four years ago. You have become our friends, our advocates, and our advisors. I want to thank you for the time that you have given, the miles that you have traveled, and the love for Nazarene Bible College that you have demonstrated. Your period of governance has been one of the most important chapters in the 38-year history of this college. Would you stand so I could recognize the trustees, spouses as well. <clears throat> well thank you. <clears throat> President of our student council, my wife and I came down with something two weeks ago, and I've been on the verge of laryngitis for the last two weeks, so I don't have normal voice. And uh, usually I could preach in nursing homes, and everyone liked it because they could all hear me. And here I am struggling with this tonight. <clears throat> Next, I would like to turn to our faculty. <clears throat> faculty, many of them are over here and maybe in other places. Your imprint on our students is beyond our ability to describe. Your invisible presence will stand alongside our graduates in Christian school classrooms and counseling offices behind sacred desks, in board meetings, your voice will be heard in moments of pastoral care as they stand at bedside with the sick and with the dying. As our graduates continue to work on their grammar <laughs> and exegete the Holy Scriptures, you'll be near, Patsy and Vernell. Like Queen Esther, God has placed you on this faculty at Nazarene Bible College for such a time as this. Will you stand? Recognize our faculty.
All but five members of this faculty have come to Nazarene Bible College during my presidency. In addition to the senior members of our faculty, God has given us 14 highly qualified faculty and administrators, and all the administrators have come since I've been here. So I, you know, I, I would not particularly want to be recognized for anything else than this. If you looked at my administration, and that is, I know how to find good people. <laughs> and if I have any gift, it's, it's being able to find good people. I was influenced greatly by a friend of ours, Dr. I.C. Mathis, who happened to speak at the General Assembly in favor of this college in 1967. He was my first district superintendent. He was a mentor. He loved to start out young preachers. But more than that, uh, he had the ability to, uh, to discover all kinds of things. I've been with him to uh, poll Hereford sales, and all these people would bid, and he'd come out, and he'd find a real fine uh, heifer at a, a, at a good price, and he just seemed to know I've been at, with him at horse sales at the auction, and he could discover a good horse, and he could also discover good pastors. I'm not too good at, at uh, pole Herefords or horses, but I think I'm pretty good at discovering the faculty, and I thank God for this fine team. Our support staff. You make it all possible, staff, for recruitment and admissions, from recruitment and admissions to graduation. You do the registering, you maintain transcripts, you post grades, you resource uh, financial aid, you provide technical support and data support, uh, you manage the finances, you clean the buildings, you care for the landscape, and you make sure we have appropriate setups for all meetings and all classes. When we walk into this auditorium for an event like this, we know that you set this auditorium up for us. When we come back in here tomorrow and it's set up in conference uh, setting, we know that you will have put it in place. Yes, you work into the late night hours, you work in the early hours, you make it all possible, this fine staff. Would our staff from all the offices on the campus, would you stand so we can recognize the people that help us to stay on mission? And students, you're the joy of our lives. Every time I look at you, at any of you, I am always reminded that God spoke to your heart and He sent you to this place. Because of your deep respect for the ministry, we are in awe of your call and the sacrifices you're willing to go through to fulfill the call of God upon your life. The greatest joy of the NBC team is the opportunity to observe your spiritual growth and maturity. We see you when you come in, and then to see what happens in those years as you leave. Something unusual happens on this holy hill. There is no doubt that the metamorphosis of God is of God. And I want to thank you students for being obedient to God and obedient to His call upon your lives. Would you stand, students? We'd like to recognize you. What a great the dedication of my administrative team is beyond description. My four vice presidents go beyond the third and fourth mile in the interest of this academic community. 
As the president's cabinet, they are the guardians of the academy. They are thinkers, advisors, dreamers, communicators, professors, and are part of my national publicity or public relation team. They're data gatherers who provide the information necessary to make wise decisions, and more than that, they're my friends. Would my cabinet stand at this time? <clears throat> Trustees, faculty, staff, students, and administrators, we are Nazarene Bible College. None of us are here by accident. God has placed us on this holy ground. Dr. And Mrs. Stowe, you and your friends and honored guests are very special here tonight. And uh, it's an honor to be able to recognize you in a special way this evening. I believe our benefactors are men and women who have also heard the voice of God. God has blessed them with a philanthropic heart and helped them to find joy in participating in the mission of adult ministry preparation. I am indeed honored this evening to introduce to you Mrs. Roberta Erwiller, sitting here near my wife, is she oh, right, here, right here on the front row? Uh, and then I have alongside her Dr. Inez Robinson from Pasadena, California, and Roberta's from Arizona. We have Mr. and Mrs. Ralph Wackley over here, yeah, right by, you know, third row. And then uh, we have the Stowe family. Uh, their two sons and daughter are here as well. It is indeed a joy to be able to honor your mother and dad tonight. Several years ago, Mrs. Erwiller, who lived in Denver and also uh, lives in Sun City, Arizona, she shared her interest in establishing a faculty chair in honor of the Stowe's. She asked how much, and I told her that most schools require no less than a million dollars to fully fund and establish a faculty chair. But I also told her that we would be willing to establish a chair for $500,000. You know, I've always figured something's better than nothing. <laughs> and she made the first contribution, which she has continued to multiply. Dr. Inez Robinson of Pasadena, a college classmate of the Stowe's, she joined this project. Mr. and Mrs. Ralph Wackley, ranchers here in Colorado, they also joined with us in helping make it possible. And then the Stowe children and Stowe family have also shared in making this possible. And we thank you for the way you've helped honor your parents. A faculty chair is endowed and interest from the endowment makes it possible for a faculty person to occupy the chair of honor and perform the faculty duties relating to that chair. And so for 500,000, we spent off 25,000 a year, which helps with the salary of a faculty person. And the 500,000 will be there, we hope, until Jesus comes. And more than that, it will multiply. Because uh, we, we take 5%, but many years we will do much better than 5%. Because if it doesn't multiply, it won't be worth as, uh, what it needs to be in a few years. So uh, this is how it all works. The chair we are establishing tonight is the Dr. Eugene and Faye Stowe Chair of Pastoral Care. 
We'd like the two of you to come and sit in one of these chairs, if you would. It has your name on it. It says, Dr. Eugene and Faye Stowe, Chair of Pastoral Care. This is your chair. <laughs> When you get on you see, when you get on the plane, you can tell them that you've already got first class. You're bringing your own chairs with you. <laughs> We're honoring two people who have demonstrated throughout their lives the heart of the Good Samaritan. They have gone where others were unwilling to go. They've listened to the cry of the human heart. They've touched those who were considered untouchable. It is noteworthy that Dr. and Mrs. Stowe have always provided ministry together as a team. In one of Dr. Stowe's books, entitled The Ministry of Shepherding, and there are copies in the library, there's an outstanding chapter in the book, in addition to what Dr. Stowe has written, by Mrs. Stowe, talking about the role of a shepherdess in the ministry. It has been my privilege to receive their love, to hear an encouraging word, and to feel their loving touch. The purpose of the Stowe Chair of Pastoral Care is to, to perpetuate in our students an understanding and a commitment to pastoral care, to being willing to touch people in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, as they have. And so that will be the focus of the chair. As the Stowe's occupy their symbolic chairs, I am drawn, Dr. Stowe and Mrs. Stowe, to Bill Gaither's beautiful message in the words of, He touched me, because that's what pastoral care is all about. I know that the Stowe's love this song, and it's so typical of the example that they have given to us. Dr. Stowe, I remember how you championed the importance of this song being included in the Nazarene hymnal, because you felt like it ought to be very available to our people. This time we want to honor you with that song.
Just stay with me for a minute. Okay. Professor Dorothy Brown, Professor Allen Like, our chaplain. Now, I'm sure that the donors and the stoves are interested as to who's going to occupy the chair. And it is now my honor to recognize the person who will be the first occupant of the Dr. Eugene and Faye Stowe Chair of Pastoral Care. As I install this professor, he and I recognize that it's a holy mantle which I am placing on his shoulder. I have the chair for the faculty person here, symbolic that he will, that he will hold this job as well. And I am indeed honored this evening to install our chaplain, Professor Alan Like, and campus spiritual leader, <laughs> Dr. Eugene Stoke.
So Professor Light gets to have a chair in his office, and you get to take two home with you. <laughs> I'd like to talk a little bit about Professor Vanell Posey at this time. She's retiring this year. Ten years ago, our library needed leadership. Once again, God did not fail us when he sent Vernell Posey to Nazarene Bible College. Professor Posey has proved to be God's gift to Nazarene Bible College. It is my belief that she has the spiritual gift of mercy. Not because she has been tested, but because she demonstrates it. She has a better knowledge of what's going on in the NBC community than anyone, and she does whatever it takes to bring relief to a difficult situation. Under her leadership, the library has shown remarkable growth and increased use. She has overseen the installation of new carpets. Now, I don't know whether you know what that's all about, but you have to move all the books. And then we brought in new stacks, and we had to put all the books back and get them organized. She oversaw all of that. Uh, she has uh, created an organizational structure that uh, is so strong, and our transition to electronic uh, resources has been guided by Professor Posey. In my initial interview with Professor Posey, I asked her to make our library a happy place. So with inviting sitting areas and a staff with servants' hearts, she has made our library a gathering place and a happy place. We honor you, Professor Posey, this evening as you retire and as you return to your family and friends in Alabama. We have an alumni professor or a pastor in that area who's just eagerly waiting for you to come and to join his church. <laughs> this is a difficult loss for Nazarene Bible College because we all know that as hard as we search, there will never be another Professor Vernell Posey. We all give you a great big thank you for giving yourself to us over these years. Thank you. There she is. That's the lady. As I complete my report tonight, I'm aware that I only have one year before my retirement. Since Jan, my lovely wife, has walked this journey with me, I should say that we only have one more year before our retirement. I will graduate with the class of 2006. <laughs> Since I'm a slow learner, it's taken me a little longer than uh, 2006 grad. The year before us, even though I'm planning to retire next year, will not be a year of coasting. New academic initiatives are being studied as well as initiatives to better serve our church. We're preparing to launch uh, online Nazarene Bible Colleges Institute of Ministry Enrichment. We already have the websites purchased and are creating the advertisement and the brochures to go with that. Every Nazarene pastor is supposed to have at least two CEU credits a year, and that was enacted at the 1997 General Assembly. It's a vacuum that has not been thoroughly filled. So we will offer uh, continuing education courses to meet the needs of Nazarene clergy and lay people as well. 
We will offer these courses at a bargain price of $35 a course. This, this is not for college credit, but it is to meet the CEU requirements, one, one course. Some of our students needed that explanation. <laughs> the entire NBC team is also giving all of our energies to regional accreditation with the Higher Learning Commission of North Central Accrediting Association. Someone asked me recently, what can we do for you at your farewell? My response was simply this, give me the honor of placing in our hands, in the hands of our students, at the 2006 graduation, a diploma which is recognized by North Central as well as the Association of Biblical Higher Education. That would be the greatest honor I could have and the greatest gift I could have. Jan and I continue to be amazed that we have been allowed to serve the Church of the Nazarene for 48 consecutive years, never a Sunday that we have not been assigned. Our greatest joy has been the opportunity to be involved in the shaping of the messengers of our Lord Jesus Christ here at Nazarene Bible College. I challenge trustees, faculty, and staff, and students, and administrators, and friends to pray with me that this hillside will always be holy ground, that this will always be a place that is known for the faithfulness of a team dedicated to a mission of ministry preparation. Nazarene Bible College exists to glorify Jesus Christ as Lord by preparing adults to evangelize, disciple, and minister to the world. Respectfully submitted, Hiram Sanders. <clears throat>
in prayer. Would you come? Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. And our hearts go out in gratitude and praise to you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, for the blessings that you have given to us, undeserved, by your amazing grace, overlooked our faults, forgave our shortcomings, and have been an ever-present help in time of need. Thank you for this Bible college. I've regretted some of the ballots that I've cast, but I have never regretted the 1964 General Assembly. After hearing Dr. G.B. Williamson give that impassioned call for adult education at a Bible college, that I cast my ballot in favor of Nazarene Bible College. I thank you that across these years, you have favored this institution with your presence, your blessing, with your leadership. Thank you for these good new days at this institution. Will your blessing especially rest upon President Sanders, his dear wife, these who lead this institution into these closing weeks of a great academic year. Make it a benediction, and may the lives that are touched by those who are here Continue to show forth your amazing grace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We have a reception, give you an opportunity to interact with students and faculty and our friends. So uh, linger in the back and visit a while. And we're looking forward to sharing a time to shake your hand and get to know you a little better. Go right ahead.